Back at it for more God Hates Jags. You got us locked in. We're here to talk losing, losing, losing. We got 20 losses in the record book, so we're going to break it down, what the Jags can do differently to start winning if it's possible or if it's going to go on forever. What do you think, guys? How do you guys feel after going 0-20? I think big if there, but – it is possible, and uh, it doesn't feel great to go on 20. Those are my thoughts. I feel uh, great. Is there, an, is there an expression for, like, the opposite of time flies by? Like, <laughs> because Snail's pace. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It does every week sim kind of feels like deja vu. Um, but uh, I think I got a chance to win this week. <laughs> yeah i am kind of over losing if that helps like it doesn't affect me like anymore at all yeah it's getting I'm real just looking for there. like i'm looking for like small little uh pieces of glimmers of hope you know see that's <laughs> like, my least favorite thing well no not sorry that came out wrong <laughs> i like hope but i'm over the getting better every week no, 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 I, I thought I that's where you're that. going with it no there over. was only one pl- there was only one place to go from the last week, which was to win a game. So they've gone, you know, downward, right? So, like, yeah. But what I meant more is like uh, every game, there's uh, a play or a pass, a pass by Trevor, where I went, huh, never seen that before, right? Like, yeah. never seen 100%. a Jaguar quarterback make that throw. And he, he does it sometimes effortlessly. And I love that, Trevor. That's all. I, yeah. I just feel like, Whatever he wants, as long as uh, – I hope he doesn't jail in us. That's that's my now <laughs> biggest fear. Man, that would be so bad. I don't think he's the uh, – I don't think he would do it. I think he would – the type to, you know, stick this out and fix the problem. One right? yeah. I'm so glad I've never said a negative word about Trevor Lawrence. Oh, yeah, not on this podcast. It's good, that's it's good to always have him. You can look up. <laughs> it's good that he's always – I've always had him in my – in the corner of my ring – fighting yeah. for him, scrapping for him. But uh, I, I do kind of I, – I am over the phrase that I hear from everyone that says the team is getting better every week. I don't really oh, see no, that. Mate. But I, I do see, to your point, Shimmer, I do see – I would say Trevor's getting better every week, but I see something every week from Trevor that's like, he's the real deal. And, like, we made the right choice. I wish the team would get better every week because then they will – uh, be better around Trevor, but if anything, I say the opposite. So yeah, I try to put it into like, like compartmentalize it into two things. Like I have my Trevor fandom, and then there's like the whole rest of the team fandom. Where like, yes, Trevor is getting better every week, but everything else besides that, I don't give a fuck anymore about if they're getting better or not until the day they win, because yeah, they're just they're just so bad on some. I speaking, you said you know, is he going to be the next Jalen? I think we do have our next Jalen on our team currently. Uh, I don't think he's going to go out like a bitch like Jalen did. No offense. But uh, I think our main James Robinson is <laughs> our next Jalen Ramsey. James? As far as Here's, great player. Oh, that's going to want out real quick. Would you like me? Oh, name? I see. Drafted a running back in the first round. That would personally, you know, tee me off just a little bit. And then – just the fact that, like, we haven't used him ever. We keep putting Carlos Hyde in for no reason. 
Urban Meyer literally admitted he didn't realize he only had six touches in the second half of the Titans game, as if he's like, he's the best offensive player besides Trevor, and he'd like, our head coach didn't even realize we barely used him in the second half. I'd be so mad at that. Like, what? He's like tied yeah. for second in yards yeah. per rush. He's fourth, I think, in he's just in no yards. position to demand a trade, though. I'm not saying demanding trades the like that. Devalued. I'm saying he's the most yeah. wants off the team. Like, once he has his chance, he's going to be like, sayonara, suckers. No, because we're the most likely to give him the money that he probably, you know, deserves and wants, right? Yeah. He's, undra- he's making undrafted rookie running back money. Bro, we don't pay people. We have Trent Balky. We, like, tried to under, like, we tried to, like, we couldn't afford Dan Arnold. There was like reports that, you know, we traded for him, but we tried to get him. We could have gotten him in free agency, but apparently we didn't offer enough money. So he went to the Panthers for like $3 million. If we're not going to pay him, we're not going to pay James Robinson. He's going to, James Robinson is eventually going to go to some powerhouse offense who's like, you know, just missing like a running back or got injured. I I want to keep him, but that's my gut feeling. Um, I I think they, yeah. I He's going to be too. have very like low mileage on him by the time he can hit free agency. I think because he, didn't which is draft. great for him, because because undrafted, it's only a three-year uh, contract, so he's up after next year. Uh, well, I they should he run sees, that. <laughs> if he sees that he can play with a quarterback, and uh, we haven't seen anything the, from ETN, but if he sees that, he might want to stay here because he's like, oh, I'm not going to have all this uh i'm not gonna have all these miles on me and then when i hit my other contract i can hit it big because i still have young legs the asterisk is if if herb's still here if he's not here yeah. new coach james Robinson, you know if the offense is clicking by the end of next year he's like hell yeah let's go trevor and brian dable and all that but if urban meyer is still here i i just think he has a vendetta against urban meyer that's my most of my case is built on Man, can you, like, in retrospect, like, with ETN, the pick at 25, like, do you think, like, he would be making a huge difference on this team right now? Or could we have used that pick somewhere else? I, the whole thing was, like, he got injured. So, you know, if his touches were, like, were going to somebody else. But, like, I don't know. Hyde doesn't run it that often. Like, they, you know... I missed last year when Chenault would get a couple carries. Or they gave one to Agnew yeah. against the Titans. Like, it doesn't seem like they allotted his touches to anybody else, and they didn't give more to James Robinson. They just, like, I don't know. I don't know. Those touches just kind of seem to disappear into thin air. But yeah. uh, So, I don't no, know. I, In hindsight, with him being injured, it seems like, yeah, we probably should have picked somebody you know, else just in hopes that they didn't need to get injured. But Yeah, it seems like we could use a defensive end right now, but. Or a hey, corner. I mean, it, it, it's it hasn't. I mean, we got to see it play out, but uh, it's been rough. Speaking of Visca, during that the Titans game when he came in, did something happen that I didn't read about or see where he was like Urban benched him the first half of the game, like they do in college? Did something happen there? Because I'm wasn't pretty sure I saw he played seventy three percent of the snaps, so he was out no there. Way. It wasn't like no, Urban... there was a definite period where he, or I mean, either he, if he was out there, he was like nowhere to be seen. Nowhere. But they were the even the announcers were talking about it uh, how he wasn't on the field, and then he came in towards the second half. But well, I don't know. I think it might have been like an unspoken like disciplinary thing because 
I don't remember seeing him on the field until the second half. And when he did run on the field, they showed him on camera because I think they were talking about it. And he looked like fucking pissed. He had like, the, uh, oh, well, he come out the and then break out like a 40 yard run on the first time he got to yeah, touch the ball. Yeah, because he was pissed. Yeah, he had 10 broken tackles. He, he had 50. He had 100 on, like, broken tackles. Well, Urban Meyer on like Wednesday of last week said, you know, we have to get Visca more touches and all that, which I think is the kiss of death. Like anytime a coach like points out something that just like never happens. So he uh, jinxed him. So I don't know if it would be any kind of discipline thing when he was literally hyping him up in the week. I just think well, he also got the ball not, a bunch the week before. I know. Yeah, that was the whole point. He's like, wow, he did great. Let's get him more touches next week. But then he just then we just well, didn't. It doesn't matter. I mean, James Robinson had what? He had career highs in uh, rushing yards and oh, was, rush per like per carry rush. And and that and he had over a hundred in the first half. And then Yeah. Then we forgot he existed. Touches, six yeah. touches in the second. They get so like you know how uh, what I – I'm trying to find the words, but ex- basically they get so sort of nervous when they get down that their entire game plan sort of flips, right? Like yeah. they go away from balance and they're like, oh, no, we're, we're down two touchdowns now. So we have to score – we have to score right away, right? I can't Rather be too than mad at sticking with, with what's working. I, I mean, every second half seems to be the same. He, he put – Bevel coaches – he calls plays like I do on Madden, so I can't be too mad at him because that's how I do it. I'm just like, the first yeah, half, all this pass. Yeah, you're really not that good at Madden. Well, I'm trying to get better. <laughs> you have no idea the, how to defend the screen pass. I watched the Jags on Sunday to get inspiration to play Madden throughout the like week, the but then Jaguar. it just fucks me over. Yeah. I got to watch other games for inspiration for how to do my play calling. They do seem like uh, if we called the game good. like we did after the first quarter when uh, – so in chronological order, Dan Arnold, quote unquote, fumbled that ball and they returned it for a touchdown, which I really do think is bullshit. I'm not just be being a hometown fan, but it's like, dude, he literally like turned around, barely did anything, and the ball was out. Um, if but I you know what my man Dan that, Arnold said? He said it was a fumble. I like that. He like, he was, you know, he he was. Uh, well, what does he know? He's not a referee. <laughs> I'm but, just saying, I like that he was, you know, he took the responsibility for it. That's my man, Dan Arnold. That's an admirable thing to do. Will but, we talk about it more in the podcast? Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Spoiler alert. Right after that, we drove right down the field, scored again, and that made me feel like, okay, like we're still – like I thought we immediately were going to abandon the run. And I think maybe we had one pass on that drive after that. Granted, it was probably like four plays, but – but then we missed the if, point after, which was such a buzz kill. And that's 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 the momentum that you're like, it's, God, man. Instead of 7-7, seven, seven, it's 7-6. Seven, Did you hear just... that the Jaguars are the first team in the Super Bowl era with zero field goals through the first five games? Do you know how impressive that is? That's so hard to get done. Like, that's yeah. impossible. It hasn't happened in 40-something, 40 44 years. You know what else is impressive? That it says Jacksonville Jaguars and the word first. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, wow. We're doing it. Not often. He, yeah. Matthew Wright had like a 53-yard, and he like doinked it. It's like, you know, missing left or right is one thing, but not even like having the leg strength to get it there all the way. That's a uh, red flag. Yeah. It's that poor boy. Justin What's Tucker doinked the 66-yarder. <laughs> yeah, but his at least way. went in. So I know. And then he, but he has reports of making like seventy yarders in practice, so that's just unfair. Justin Tucker. Oh well, yeah. 
He's too good. He's too good. But yeah, kind of going in chronological order, because there's the saying that like only losers complain about refs, which I feel like I kind of agree with to an extent, you know, like, but sometimes shit does happen. Like there was the Dan fumble, Dan fumble, Dan Arnold fumble. Dan fumble. Dan fumble. That damn Dan Arnold fumble, uh, which I think was a fumble. He turned around, made a football move. Patrick, what did you think it was? I mean, I'm going to go down all I, the, uh, I really don't think it was. Things. I really don't think it was because he turned around, but he was, it looked like he was turning when he caught the ball and his feet landed on the ground, which, yeah, that's two feet down, but he didn't take another step. It was like, it was bang, bang. And, uh, I mean, the refs, you know, in their defense, they didn't blow the whistle to let it play out and they reviewed it, but it's like, man, come on. <laughs> Give us a break. Give us a break. Shimmer, fumble or no? Um, I mean, yes, because the <laughs> refs found it a fumble. And, we, and Dan Arnold said it was, and I don't disagree with And then they man. got seven points. So regardless of what we anyone thinks, the answer is yes. The Caleb on chase on fumble – on uh, Ryan Tannehill, was that a, did did Tannehill fumble it or was it a forward pass? That was a forward pass. I think that was a forward pass. He definitely had the I ball, and, it was. and it cost it to go forward. Also, yeah. Chase on showing signs of life, but only the second him half. On that play, the first half, he still was useless basically. But the second yeah. half, I don't know. If he finally did something. That man he had, had some... a couple plays. Yeah, I mean, he also I was like. In he the also middle had, of nowhere yeah. when he got burnt on it. But, like, it's – I mean, that's a communication thing, which is something they clearly struggle with. I thought our, <laughs> Every week it's communication. I thought our defense would be not have much talent, but at least play hard and, like, know where they're supposed to be. But it has not – it hasn't been that way. It's been the opposite. Yeah. They've been more talented than I thought, but aren't playing that well. Yeah, I'd rather have, like, no talent, but at least they're mentally good because that means at least they're trying – something so i can't blame them too much like well they're trying their best they, they're always in their spots they're just not that good physically which you know you can only do so much personally to change that i don't uh, even know if that's like a coaching thing i think it's just players not paying attention or being aware well, of like where they're supposed to be they did you, they i mean a coach more... can't walk onto the field and be like you stand here and you stand here yeah, that's why there's – what do they call him, the green dot? Who's the guy who has, like, the calls in his head and is supposed yeah. to line the defense up? That was, that's been Miles Jack. Even right. though every time we've put him there and made give him that responsibility, he hasn't played that well. And then every time they put him at, like, alf, outside linebacker and just let him roam free, he's an all-pro player. But well, every – it's just a new coaching staff who's, like, doesn't care. We can do it. <sighs> it was great hearing Urban Meyer brag about how much he, like – studied the nfl for so long and then it took him five weeks to like do the research air quotations to like on miles jack to realize oh he does better without that it's like what you didn't watch any game from last year it's like very obvious because there's a perfect like two years with the mic two years without the mic and the two years without the mic he's so much better it's like a perfect example of just hey we did the work for you who's gonna wear the mic then why did we trade joe schobert I mean, he's still booty. I still see a yeah, lot of Twitter. No, dude, he gets killed every week. Twitter timeline brings up him? videos a six. Fifth, I think. If we're going to we argue, so I would at least six, take Sidney Jones back because yeah. Chris Claybrooks and Tyson Campbell are 
absolutely horrid. I think Clay Brooks has been giving up 92% of catches, and I think Tyson's at like 80 something. Yeah, 92% Brooks, of the time. The, the, 92? Is a backup cornerback that shouldn't not, be playing. I know. Yeah, it's not his He's fault. He's playing because we traded a <laughs> first round pick at cornerback like just over a year into him playing on the team. Did you guys know? I saw this somewhere. Our first round players who have made it past five years with the team. I'm going to have you guess how many in the history of our franchise, how many first round players have made it past five years? Uh, in the uh, history of our franchise. Five years? Yeah. Our first round picks? Yes. Fred Taylor. That's one. Uh, how many years did Pizzelli play? Pizzelli? That's Six. two. Uh, other first John round John Henderson. Picks. That's three. How many more are there? Stroud. That's four. Uh, Mercedes. That's five. You guys are good. How many are there? There's three more. Oh, God, wow. three more. Hmm. Was Donovan Darius first round pick? That's six. Oh, yeah. Him and Ooh. Fred were the same, yeah, class. Uh, so there's two more? Two more. Two more. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, this is, Ooh. This is where it gets tough. I, know, yeah. I'm th- I can think of a lot of ones that weren't. I feel like... One from each of you. Um, what? Uh, give us Reggie, offense Reggie defense. Nelson. One's defense and one's offense. It's not Reggie Nelson, is it? No, I don't think so. I'm just thinking of no. first-round picks. Um, hmm. Hmm. Brad Meester? He's not a first-round pick. Nah. Uh, Fill me in, Patrick. Tough. Who are they? Kevin Hardy, uh, Blake Bortles. Oh, I thought Bortles Wait. was done year five. Signed a second contract. That, that might have been a caveat. But yeah, earned, you said – yeah. Didn't get to played the through his five-year contract yeah. and signed a second contract. Uh, okay. So in what is this? Twenty-six years now, twenty-seven. It doesn't fucking matter. We've had eight players in the history of our franchise that were first-round picks make it to their second contract. And it's funny because you think, oh, that's only twenty-six. No, we had way more than twenty-six first-round picks. Yeah, that time. we had a lot of double years. <laughs> we probably had closer to forty. Point is, Claybrook shouldn't be in the game in the first place, and there, there's a reason why that he's a backup cornerback because we're, we're watching it on game day. I mean, AJ Brown was barely even playing last <laughs> week, and and we still couldn't stop any. You know how you know how bad it what it is. I'm like, why isn't Trey Herndon in? And last year, I'm like, take Trey Herndon out. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that Trey Herndon. You know, that's how bad it's just uh he can't catch, but he's a good cover corner. And I think if he had better people, I think Rayshon Jenkins is like every safety we've signed, but he could be good, you know, with the right pieces. It's just Yeah, I didn't I didn't really right expect huge things out of Jenkins, but like I mean yeah. He seems to be around the ball. I think if they were better pieces sure. around him, he'd be a better player. That makes Why sense. has Andre Sisco not gotten a single snap in three games? That is I'm losing my mind. We have one experience. turnover in five years. Andrew Wingard was an undrafted rookie last year. He barely has more experience than him. And it was like, you know, the whole COVID year. So it's not like he was like 
Andrew Wingard has barely as more experience in Cisco, I feel. Wait, Andrew and, Wingard has only been on the team for two years? No, he's yeah, been he on was, the team longer than that. No, he was an undrafted rookie last year. No, he was not. Look it up, somebody. Either way, he sucks. Oh, yeah. That, uh, like, 10-yard touchdown run of Derrick Henry, and, like, I mean, either way, Andrew Wingard wasn't going to tackle him, but he didn't Where he even went try. Touch. Yeah, he him took, by he his took name. The, it's Dewey. Dewey. I don't care what his name is. <laughs> Dewey he took Wingard. the biggest business decision and like he like opened the door for derrick henry to run in that touchdown. i mean what was he gonna do like get in his way try <laughs> do something my man you know how many Andre times has been stiff-armed by derrick henry like he doesn't want any of that noise i just i don't understand we're already zero and five like if we were no, five and oh and andre wiegand was oh whatever i don't care Dewey. Like, Dewey. Give, if we were put some three and two, name. and Wingard was playing crappy, but at least like the uh, we were three and two, so things seemed to be working. I get it, but we're zero and five. Put the rookie in; he can't be any worse. And at the very least, he's is really good at getting turnovers. Let the man. Try. I agree with that. When <sighs> when we are mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, start playing these rookies. We got to put in Walker now? a little. We got to put crazy. I mean, Our team was dude, one and fifteen, and Trevor that... Lawrence is the only rookie playing barely. That's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, they don't they don't play uh uh Tufele Yeah. Either Tufele was active for the first time this week and you know probably I'm I don't know, I'm guessing got like 10 snaps or something. Jordan Smith hasn't played. Obviously Etienne's injured. Tyson Campbell's play but sucked. All the other guys have done nothing so far. Luke like, Farrell has played. Luke Farrell. Luke Farrell. Motherfucking has, Luke has, Farrell. Like, Best friends with Urban Meyer and Urban his Luke Farrell's dad got him that kick. He's Luke forcing Farrell the ball to him. Dan Arnold could be getting more catches, but Urban Meyer and Luke Farrell's dad are like, get my boy more touches. Luke Farrell, 25 yards, is good for 30th all time for tight end. Tight ends? He's had 30 tight ends catch a pass. I guess that's 25 that, yeah. yards. Uh, he's just behind number 29, also on the roster, Chris Manhurts, uh, who, who coincidentally has 29 yards. Oh, wow. and, <laughs> and, uh, a further update, let's see, uh, in case you're wondering, 32nd all-time, our boy Jacob Hollister. And Jacob Hollister course, and Dan Arnold look very similar, I've come to realize. They do, it's the long hair. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, Dan Arnold already broke in to the top 20. He's number 19 Loving all time for tight end. And keep in mind that I do all these stats myself. Uh, they could be incorrect, but I think they're right. So Yeah. I tried to look up because we uh, – today yeah. on the God Hates Jags Twitter, I you know we said on the last pod that every Monday we would give the update. I forgot, so I posted it Wednesday on our Twitter, the Dan Arnold update, which got – so much feedback. So anyone that liked that on Twitter, thanks. Well, I don't know why I it was such a popular thing, but people really uh, tell your friends to Dan, Dan Arnold updates. This is the goal, okay? We need to get Dan to 851 yards, okay? Is that number one? No. Oh. But it will put him fourth all time, and it's a reasonable goal. because This would have season? To, this season. That's not gonna no. He's not yes. getting 850 this season. 851. 851. He's fourth all time. We can make it happen. Let's do you it. Are so... high as balls. That is not going <laughs> to happen. Dan Arnold. Lieutenant Dan. Hey, Arnold. So, so, 
I, Be sure I to look out for this. every Monday tweet with Dan Arnold updates. This has been your Dan Arnold update. Uh, on the play, the the beautiful touchdown pass to Hollister in the corner of the end zone, which was great by Trevor. Apparently on that play, and I, I haven't gone back and looked at it, so again, you know, I'm hearing this secondhand. We had James Robinson in the backfield, three tight ends, no wide receivers, and then split James Robinson out wide. So we had at our wide receiver on the goal line, we had three tight ends and James Robinson. No wide receivers. Yeah, you know what that play is? That's that – remember you are talking Madden? That's straight out of the goal line that nobody would run. <laughs> yeah. Nobody <laughs> ever ran just the goal a bunch line. Of these. I <laughs> run goal line like on the 50-yard line. You can't stop the I run on it. You're not good. Dude, it's so good. But we had – no, we had so many tight ends, Patrick, because like it confused the defense. They're like, wait – is that Jacob Hollister or is that Dan Arnold? Fucking, I don't know. They both look the same. Like they didn't confuse them because they're like, "What are they doing?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. Though to be fair, Dan Arnold should have had a touchdown. They they should have thrown a flag for you know passing interference on the Titans, whoever it was, but they didn't. Like that man, he was getting pushed yeah. away. He should have had a touchdown. I will say I'm this: furious outside. See, Dan Arnold is already better to me than C.J. Henderson ever was because C.J. gave me one week. Remember that first week he ever played? That was great. And yeah. nothing since. And Dan Arnold just gave me two in a row, and he's gotten better. Oh, yeah. We won the trade, plus we get a third-round pick. And we have something to tweet about. Yeah. C.J. Henderson, no positive interactions on Twitter. Dan Arnold, we're blowing up. I got, like, three followers today on Twitter. People love nice. it. So. Shimmer, make sure you remind me to post it on Mondays and don't let me forget until Wednesday. What I'm curious to see is any of these other tight ends start pushing Dan for his record. We got a lot. Oh, Shaughnessy's coming back sometime soon. We have Hollister, Farrell. Oh, Shaq Hennessy's. Manhurts. Manhurts caught a touchdown the first minute of, like, the Texans game and then just disappeared. Let's take a, like, He was like that meme of the disappearing kid. End of the season – which one of the tight ends on our roster right now will be higher on the all-time Jaguars tight ends receiving list? That's all, I mean, that's obvious. I mean, Oshag has a little bit of a – he's been here a couple of years, so I mean – Yeah, he's he probably not has included. Like, he probably has like 500 total yards for the Jags. No, we went over this last pod. I don't remember that. That was a long time ago, he's dude. He's fifth in history, Oshag. <laughs> Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, man. Oh, that's why the fourth was so important. Okay. He's got 850. He's got the 850? (laughs) There's your answer. Along with George Reister. (laughs) Wow. So we need a big year from Dan Arnold. 851 for the Dan, the man, Arnold. We can do this. We can collectively make it happen. And then next step, Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. (laughs) Going to the pride. Do you see they took Gruden off Tampa's Ring of Honor? Ooh, <laughs> they yeah. took him off everything. He's getting erased from Madden. They said yeah. they're going to put a generic really? character in. Yeah, wow. he's going to be like Belichick. We're just like a generic blob face. Say Buccaneer coach. Yeah, NFL <laughs> coach or Tampa coach. Uh, wow, he's yeah, not. He got, he's not getting just canceled. He's getting completely erased. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm not here to comment on whether that should or should not happen. Uh, it should I did, happen, uh, but. Did He's you know? a grown-ass man. He can live with uh, the consequences of his words and actions. So it's just the it wild – I mean, the only reason it all came about was because they were, you know, doing their investigation for Washington, 
and it's funny, but like nothing will ever happen to Snyder because he's a billionaire. So like you can't touch him. So like, but uh, Gruden called Roger Goodell either like like the F word or something. So Goodell got him fired out of spite. They, I feel they can't. No, I mean one, he resigned, and it, that's the thing. He did this when he was not an employee of the NFL. Well, because so they were going to keep leaking emails. Him. Yeah, but they can't discipline him until he so resigned. I mean, applied or leaked it, right? So that the pressure would be applied to get rid of them. But I don't know. It feels... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Basically, every millionaire and billionaire are evil in my eyes. And it's really hard to convince me otherwise. What's crazy to me is he wrote like some, you know, uh, remarks, uh, anti-homosexual you know, homosexual remarks and has the only openly gay player in the NFL on his roster is the most like ironic thing of it all to me, right? Still, that's like saying racist shit and then being like, my coworker is, you know, No, I didn't mean Latin that way. American. I just meant like, like- That doesn't make it okay. What are the odds he gets, you know, shit canned for it and has the only gay player on his team? I just think- I think uh, it's ironic. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? Iron? Can we have a uh, moment of silence though for our man Frank Caliendo? His oh, did he did he die? No, but his like half of his career was doing oh. his Gruden impersonations. Oh. Like, I'm, uh, did half he of his income. <laughs> Come on, man! <laughs> don't, we, uh, that was like half of his career right was doing the Gruden it impersonation. Still has John Madden. Yeah, he can still do Madden. <laughs> oh, oh, Madden, but, talk about you know. So, poor Frank. Wow. I don't there know why I was weekly almost upset Fox, uh... that Frank Caliendo died. I don't have any actual... <laughs> did like, he die? I don't... Maybe he did. I don't really know. Well, I hope you're still around, Frank. Frankie boy. Let's but... put him on the pod. Yeah, there's been a decent amount of good... There's a uh, instant <clears throat> picture circulating of Gruden and Urban, like, you know, arms around each other, buds <laughs> from like 10 years ago. So it's like, oh, let's, let's go that. Let's happy. do a little spelunking in Urban's emails next. How happy is, is Urban that this oh, happened? Oh, so happy. He's like, thank God. It really did. Like, it just, talk about, like, they're like, on to the next one, Yeah, right? you can only, <laughs> only so many things can be in the news story, so. We still have the story of our, our lost streak. So, I, I keep hearing that when anyone mentions the Jaguars. They're like, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, who, by the way, uh, are close to breaking the yeah. streak for the most losses in a row. Anyways... See, because yeah. I'm thinking big picture. I mean, I want to win because losing sucks. But there's, like, the sadistic part of me that, like, kind of enjoys it and wants the record. And the, like, NFL record is we'd have to get to 27 to pass the Bucks. But, like, the real, real record is the Chicago Cardinals from, like, World War II. They have 29, so we have to get to 30. <laughs> and then someone on the Internet was trying to say that doesn't really count because apparently the Chicago Cardinals – merged with the Steelers because of, you know, World War II and there wasn't enough players. So, like, for some so reason like or another. Teenagers that, playing football. Yeah, so for whatever reason that, like, you know, that record doesn't really count. And I was like, fuck off. I want the record. I want 30. Like, let us be the worst thing of all. I want to be I'm the worst of one. all time before Trevor leads us to 30 Super Bowls. I was going to say, having that record will be that much sweeter when we win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because the Bucks are only have the record in the NFL because they were an that expansion team, uh, which is like forgivable because you know they didn't know what they were doing. They had nobody on their team. That uh, that reminds me that uh, we did have an unanswered question uh, by Patrick 
Um, I didn't answer his question, but I did look up the one that I thought was interesting, which was, nice. what was the, the 1976 uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the winless 0-16, part of the worst streak in the history of the NFL. And the quarterback that year won Steve Spurrier. Hmm. Oh, yeah. What was my question? Was it is Was Steve any Spurrier? of them alive? So, yes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's hanging on. Uh, his stats for that year, it's uh, pretty impressive. 156 out of 311 passing attempts for 1,628 yards, seven touchdowns, 12 picks. <laughs> wow. For 16 games? That's so uh, bad. Well, I don't know if he played all 16, uh, but I think he – I feel like you could there's substitute like footage stats he was for Gabbert. This is like pre – anyone caring about injuries or headshots like he was annihilated on that field spurrier so yeah they're great. like what's up highs like archie boy? manning yeah running for Ooh. his life manning oh well that's good to know that steve spurrier is still alive yeah. uh, i saw i saw that uh arch manning the newest one had five passing touchdowns the first half yeah their nephew yeah yeah that There's next Manning, one down the pipeline? yeah, Eli and Peyton have a. Uh, I'm guessing that it's the third Manning, who's my favorite. He would do like football stuff in the morning sometimes, but uh, yeah, his son is it's now the oldest. There's a fourth Manning. No, Cooper is the oldest. He got okay, hurt. gotcha. And it's his son, Arch. He's gonna take over for Tom Brady when he finally leaves the Buccaneers in like six years. <laughs> Tom Brady is 44 and leading the league in passing yards, and maybe touchdowns. I don't know. He had five last week, which is still amazing. Fuck. God damn it. I'm so jealous. Anyways, uh, as of recording, the night before, so I don't know what today is. Tuesday, Tuesday night, the uh, Today's city council. Wednesday. Yeah. But I'm saying it happened Tuesday. It happened. But the listeners, it won't be Tuesday or Wednesday when yeah, people listen. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So. It'll be day. Tuesday by the time they listen. So. Could be. Uh, Tuesday, the October 12th, uh, the city council approved 17 to zero, the, uh, the shipyard stuff, which I never really know exactly what it means because we always keep approving things and nothing really seems to happen. But, uh, apparently they're going to build a whole bunch of nice stuff on the shipyards and they claim there's gonna be a four seasons there. I'm a little skeptical because our city can't even get recycling and trash right now. So they're going to, f- <laughs> yeah, yeah we have one season. It's hot. <laughs> I don't know how Maybe many seasons. Summer. I don't know how many they're Jack's building. Only it's summer, and that's it. They're not building all. How old are we? Where we're making weather jokes. <laughs> hey, <laughs> funny's funny. But theoretically, in the next five years, we should have a whole brand new, state-of-the-art like training facility for the players and like restaurants and stuff. And then we'll have a Four Seasons super nice hotel, which I'll never be able to afford to go to. So that's cool for rich people, I guess. And I think, like, you know, restaurants and office buildings and some stuff are going to happen. So, I don't know. I feel like it's always half people bitching about the money that's going into it. But I never know where my tax money is going anyway. Or anyway so, what do I know? Yeah, this, when I mean, is, this build, is very, like... If they yeah, build anything they that doesn't look like... By? I yeah, think 2025 the is the... 2025? Uh, for, like, all the... Bad. Next, I think... Like in a year or two is the whole training facility stuff, but 2025 is the actual shipyards, hotel, that type of stuff, parks or whatever. 
So we'll see. I mean, as long for, as it doesn't look like a shitty mini mall, it could always like technically four seasons isn't yeah. confirmed. Like that's, you know, the goal, but like, that's not like in writing yet. So it easily could be, you know, any other hotel, a motel six or something. It also could be uh, like gambling is becoming more and more legal by the day where you can almost like, you know, I think like next year you can be able to like walk in NFL stadiums and just gamble there. So a hard rock jacks or something, I feel like might end up being what really happens. I mean, I think that'd be not that great. having just a casino in my downtown personally next to a jail and all that. But uh, I mean, I could yeah, see the four seasons falling. Located jail. I know. The first thing I thought of get in trouble, get escorted right over to the jail. Yeah, yeah the hotel is like you come in so, from out of we'll town see. and you know stay at the hotel. If you're on the south side of the hotel, you get a view of the river. If you're on the north side, you get a view of the jail that's in the middle of downtown Jacksonville. I'll never I mean, understand very, the like, jail being there. It's the stupidest thing. But Mosh is moving over planet. from the south bank oh, over wait. to the shipyards bank, so that's cool. The jail, has, the jail has to be near the courthouse. No, it doesn't. Find me a thriving downtown that has a humongous jail that should be, that's like primo riverfront view property. And instead, well, the it's location a of jail. the jail, maybe, but it, yeah, that's the, whole the courthouse is downtown. It just needs, it, <laughs> no other thriving downtown has a humongous jail in the middle. The purpose of the jail is to spore the courthouse but never mind they shouldn't be there they should both be relocated then it's so worth so much money they should have high-rise apartments (laughs) i'm just saying downtown is part of jacksonville for people at the jags for people that are not in jacksonville that are listening to this we have uh one of the like most beautiful rivers running through our downtown city it should be the focal point of our downtown unfortunately because of poor city planning a long, long time ago, our downtown in Jacksonville is a wasteland. What Sean is talking about is there's, an, a, there's been approval to turn a certain area of our downtown that's on the riverfront that they're calling the shipyards into a shopping and residential uh, and business district that will hopefully draw people to downtown Jacksonville, which hopefully speaks long-term for the Jaguars staying in Jacksonville because Shad Khan uh, propose this plan uh, to help his business ventures, basically to help launder his money. So we need to bring people to downtown for the sustainability of the franchise. That's what Sean is talking about for people for who's our guy in, uh, what was it Austria or uh, uh, ooh, I don't know. Jonas. <laughs> Jonas. Shout out. Jonas, Season two, shout out to me, Jonas. The one person who's from. ever written us. Remember. <laughs> Our emails. <laughs> What's our email? Have you looked at it in months? No, When's God, the last time? God hates jags at gmail.com. Send we us an email. It. We should look at it live on air. Send us a picture of your downtown, wherever you're from. Hopefully, hopefully ours can be better one day. Though, that segues beautifully into uh, I did some research today, guys. I've been trying to figure out why we've been so bad for so long. And I don't, you know, at the end of the day, I don't really believe in curses, but for the the fun of it, it's fun to like try to blame it on something. Uh, So I'm trying to like slowly narrow down reasons why we've been so horrible. And uh, really the giant downfall, like 2007, you know, made it to the playoffs, beat the Steelers. That was great. And then it's been kind of just like a downfall ever since then. 
2008, I feel like is the beginning of the end for us. So I've been trying to, I did some research on things that had happened in 2007. And speaking of beautiful waterfront property in downtown Jacksonville, um, it's also currently in Jack's News. There's a building called the Berkman Two building. If you guys you know know that one, it's right on the river, and it's been half built, abandoned since 2007 because they were building it to be like apartments or whatever. But then there was like a accident of some kind. I feel like this be like a sounds like a true crime prod, podcast now. But there was some kind of accident. They didn't like plan the building right, and like six floors or something fell. Like people died, and like 23 people went to the hospital. Um, so then they just what? You know, yeah. So, you guys don't know about the Berkman? You've never noticed that giant, half-built, just see-through building? On Why would the... I know the name of an abandoned oh, building? But, but do you know what I'm talking about? I have no Hell. idea what you're talking about. What? It's so noticeable. Like, next time right, I get, saw a get picture to, of get it. Yeah. Patrick Shimmer, I'll forgive. But, Patrick, you're, like, always just, like, rolling up and down the river, I feel, in downtown. Like, it's... I don't go into buildings that are abandoned. But it's see-through. You can, you can just tell they never even... Anyways, you're, you're distracting me. So back to my story. Uh, the building, after you know these people died, it just has been sitting completely you know, abandoned, see-through, like half of it's not even built since 2007. My phone fell. Um, and apparently next month, they're finally, finally supposed to demolish it, and they're going to like implode it, which actually should be really cool to watch. I want to check that out. Um, oh, cool. And hopefully, you know, build something for real this time. So I'm blaming that building for why we've been so bad. Like that is like the perfect, I feel building is like a metaphor for all of downtown Jacksonville, how it was like kind of half put together and then just like forgotten about and it's see-through and hollow. Um, and then I did a little bit of research because we were good in 2017. So I was like, what's that about? Uh, in 2017, it looks like some other kind of company bought into the like ownership of the building. I guess maybe they wanted to do, you know, their own construction to like, you know, finish it or demolish it. And so they tried. And then I guess, you know, for whatever reason, things fell through and they never were able to. Um, but since someone was actively trying to help it for like that year, that's why we were good that year. And then when that fell through, we went right back to being shitty but the Berkman mm. 2 building is supposed to be demolished on, I think, November 14th. So November 15th, we're going to start winning some games. That's my theory. Thanks for starting. I thought you were going to say, like, when they built the building, they, like, put a Tennessee Titans jersey in the concrete <laughs> and, like, left it there or something. So that's uh, – I blame it in on the Berkman 2 building. If we start winning after it implodes, you know who to thank. So the Berkman 2 building – downtown yes uh the closest game to what was it november what it was i think december 6th so technically i looked it up we won a couple more games and we won the you know the pittsburgh game and then you know we lost against new england in the postseason so i was trying to find a reason why exactly the uh the the, the patriots game was why we started losing but i just think you know sometimes why did you take start... a month to kick in no when are they what? demolishing the building oh uh, they're supposed to demolish it i think november 14th I believe November 14th at 1 PM Eastern time. We play the Colts. Oh shit. Perfect timing. So if that bad boy goes down early morning, we're about to start winning some fucking games around here, guys. All right. So, up next are the 49ers. So keep that. Just, uh, I like how we're just, I, you think the curse started in 2007. That's what yeah, I, <laughs> because 2008 is when we started getting bad. 
That it finished what? after the year. We were in bad before. Yeah. What about no? Before uh, two thousand seven, two thousand and one until two thousand and seven. No. I mean, the real curse is Shad Khan, but I'm just trying to find something a little bit more dramatic than that. Like we were never horrible before two thousand seven. We had some down years, but the entire time under Wayne Weaver, our like worst season was like five and eleven, which like by Shad Khan standards is a pretty damn good season compared to one and 15 and two wins and three wins and four wins. So uh, that's 2007 was like the last respectable being an NFL team year. I feel then we just kind of slowly went real yeah. downhill. How so. much do we miss that's Jack? Del Rio? Uh, I mean, decent coach had to compete with Peyton Manning his entire time here. So, you know, that sucks as a coach, but that man's got but some uh, opinions on things. I'm like, get out of here, bro. Still, we were always like just below 500 with Jack Del Rio. And I'll take that right now. <laughs> He's, that's the, uh, he was, you know, if Peyton Manning didn't exist, he probably won at least the division a couple of times. And, you know, we probably, I don't, I don't know if he would still be here, but he'd probably be remembered even more fondly. Well, so you can never know, but take her to leave it. Well, with good my to curse. know. Thanks. Good to know the the curse facts. Uh, I'm gonna go watch that building get imploded. That sounds cool. Yeah, dude. We should go walk down and check it out when it happens. I've never seen a oh, yeah. live implosion, so put that on my list. I think they originally they were gonna try to just demolish it like piece by piece, and then I think they realized that's really hard. <laughs> Let's just explode it. And it was supposed to be this month, and they put all the uh, things out to block the street, and then they, like, delayed it. So I think they have to, like, take all – put them all away now and put them back again. It's a shit show. It's classic <laughs> Jacksonville stuff. This has been your downtown segment brought to you. Yeah, this is, this is great. God hates Jacks. Yeah, we took a detour, <laughs> yeah. if you will, into some uh, – it's still related to the Jacks. So now we're going to take another detour over Duval to County. three questions. Three, 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 three question. Three, 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 three question. Three, 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 three question. All right, you're giving me shit shiver, so you're first on board for three questions. Feel free to bring it back to the Jags. No, you always start, man. You go. <laughs> what? I never start. I always pawn it off to somebody else because I don't have a question. <laughs> Patrick? I had a question. What's your question, Patrick? So, this will uh, let's 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 have this lead us into our predictions for the game this week, London Town, where we play the Miami Dolphins. Uh, would you rather see us win this week against the Dolphins in London, or have us never play a quote unquote home game in London again? What it only takes one loss this week. And then we never what? have to do it again? Wait, what was the question? I'm saying, what would you rather see? Us win a game, which happens to be in London, or have us not play any more home games in London? Yeah, that one. I never want to play there ever again. Yeah. All right. That's my also, question. that means, like, in perpetuity. So, therefore, they can't move the team there. Well, they're going to continue to rotate teams that are playing in London. So, yeah, I mean, I'll do it eventually once. we would play there again. I'll so, do it once every I'm eight saying, years like the rest of the league. But I don't want to be the that's team fair. that's – yeah, we can win the next week, right? Are we allowed to win after the bye? We can win whenever. Do you want to see us win this week or 
<laughs> no, the Stop other one. The that was a, I, I boo your question. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready <laughs> for two. Uh, have a question. I have multiple questions. Urban said playing in the NFL is like playing against Alabama every week, so I, we're ready for Tua. <laughs> and where Vanderbilt? All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, because Patrick challenged me, I have two questions <laughs> for three questions. Uh, my first question is. Uh, Mercedes Lewis and Kyle Brady are probably universally considered the top two tight ends in Jaguar history, right? Both probably more considered a blocking tight end than, say, a receiving tight end. Is Dan Arnold the best receiving tight end the Jaguars have ever had? I love the Dan Arnold content on this podcast. Bring of honor! If I didn't make this podcast, I would, I would listen to it as a fan. I just too. love how Shimmer has become our Jaguars tight end historian. Oh, oh guys. Get to the saying, question. Tell me one person. The only person you can think of is O'Shaughnessy, and he's better than him already. This is some Dan good content. <laughs> That's my new yeah. favorite thing. Give me one. Give me a better uh, receiving tight end. I don't. Um, better receiving tight end. I mean, Tebow looked really good in practice for the first couple of days. But uh, <laughs> after that, yeah, it's been like a Julius hot minute. Thomas? Julius Thomas. I was going to say, like, I feel like they all had one had game. On team? Right. Like, yeah, Julius Thomas looked good for, like, probably a game. Safari and Jenkins probably look decent for, like, a game. Mercedes was here forever. They kept, like, yeah. trying to bring tight ends to replace him, but then he would just, like, outlast him. He was like, but he's still playing. I know. He caught the – uh, he caught that, like, screen against the uh, the Bengals that, like, set up the, the game-winning field goal in overtime. That man's still making plays for the Packers. Um, all right. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm all in on the Dan content, so – Dan you want Arnold, second question? He's Rashad, showing do you want me to text you my second question, or do you have one? What? Oh, <laughs> I didn't think of one. You're right. Uh, sure, I'm going to give you. I'm yeah. I'm going to give. I'm being. This is generosity. I'm giving you my third question. Uh, that's generous of you. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you had one. Really, a really good one. Um, all right. So when we inevitably uh, force. Urban to resign. What head coach do you want for next season? Easy peasy. Who? You have yours, Patrick. I want Mr. Easy peasy. No, I want. Uh, I mean, it's definitely either Brian Gruden's Gable. Available. <laughs> Jay Gruden, John Gruden, both have a history. Jay Gruden, remember he was all partying with the. I'm the surprised girls. Jay oh, was yeah. on the emails. Oh, he for sure was. I'm sure. Yeah, he but was. he didn't. He didn't have a job, so no one cares. Yeah, no one has. No one cares right now. But uh, I want either Brian Dable or I want Joe Brady. Those are the two next dudes. Give me one of them, mm. and I'm ready to – Joe Brady. He's Joe the Brady. Uh, offensive coordinator for the Panthers, and, like, oh, they yeah. have, like, he nothing was, at quarterback. He was, like, the – he became a star when he was, like, the passing game coordinator at LSU for Burrow. Yeah, supposed to be kind of like and, you know, uh, the next Jamar McVay, Chase. that young guy. But I, I mean, I, I know what Shimmer's going to say. Oh, oh yeah. I'll check. No, I'm over him. What? I, uh, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. I will say yeah. – uh, I'll take Eli. <laughs> I'll take the guy from uh, the offensive coordinator for the Chargers. His name's escaping me. But uh, 
<laughs> if we can have Trevor Lawrence play like Justin Herbert, I think we would be fine. I have one uh, that no one's talking – I want the coordinator for the Cowboys, Kellen Oh, Moore. yeah. I'll, I would be fine with that, honestly. All I want is an offensive coordinator that will be our head coach but still call the plays. Yeah. Because – like. One, it's useless. Defensive coordinators, a head coach, I don't know, this day and age are useless. And if you have an offensive a coach at, like Urban, he's like the CEO guy, doesn't call his own plays. Like, if our C, you know, even if Daryl Bevel ended up being really good, we would just lose him. And then Trevor has to start all over. Like, I just want the Andy Reid, but Mahomes connection where, like, you can just go a decade with the same guy calling plays. So by year three, you know, it's like you share the same mind and you can do crazy trick plays and weird shit because you're just like, I got you, coach. That's all I want. I want a guy like, and the reason why I agree with you on Kellen Moore is like, give me a guy as a head coach that looks like he's like 23 years old. I love how we've all just accepted that Urban won't be here. Dude, there's no way. <laughs> You're telling me there's not more scandals lined up? There's like no, the NFL is literally going scandals. through 600,000 emails. There's some shit on him that are going to nah. give him a heart attack. Between that and losing, oh. He's done for. He's toast. I mean, here's the thing about that. Like, you're doing this on the company email. Like, if someone, like, hacked his phone and put this on there, it might be a little different, but not that much. But still, <laughs> it's just like, how how arrogant are you? Like, uh, John, Gruden at, John Gruden at ESPN.com. Saying the most racist, hateful shit from his, like, at, ESPN at email. ESPN.com, right? I think like, it's just a sign that, like, people over, like, it's just 60 like urban. should not be using modern technology. No, it's they just don't urban's the same way. Oh, I'm going to go fucking publicly cheat on my wife at my own bar. I right. Mean, What's the word that can happen? I'm going to say stupid, stupid shit, and I'm going to do it on my company email because I can't be touched. Brian Dable looks like I drink a lot of beers with him, though. So I like he's got that big old beer belly beard guy. Yeah. So but any of them is cool with me. But uh, we do play like a, a this Daily's week. Place sandwich. <laughs> Ooh, he could definitely have a Daily's Place sandwich. Yeah, I can see like the. Uh, What's the, the Dable app? double, and it's like uh, oh, the daily Dable, like, the daily yeah. Dable double. Oh. <laughs> Four slices of bread, two towers of meat. Yeah, exactly. Lots of bread. Oh yeah, two, two for one sandwich. So many. Uh, before we get to the game, I feel like we just have to spend a minute on the fact that we do play. We still have to keep playing football. We play Sunday, oh, yeah. London. We're going JJ's. Let's keep uh, this break. Yeah, nine thirty a.m. kickoff, which I love. I I, I just I mean I, I hate like it too. I hate 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 the London games, but I wish we could just play in Jacksonville at nine thirty because I love my PJs. But Remember uh, the, my hot take: they need to do the London games on Christmas. Oh, that would <laughs> that be morning great. football. Yeah, on Christmas or Thanksgiving. Take yeah. that NFL. It's <laughs> yeah. yours. You'll you make got- so much money. Thursday, like Thanksgiving, is so huge. Don't you want to tap in on on the no, Christmas? No, they don't do it then. You're right, dude. I watched I watched football last Sunday from nine thirty in the morning <laughs> till like eleven thirty at night. Like, I don't like. I don't really watch college football. Like people that well, you are know obsessed what it with both, like that's your entire weekend. Yeah, true. you know what it is. They probably wouldn't be able to fill the stadium in London. Is the problem. It's so sad. I hate, like, literally, the Dolphins are going to get a touchdown. 
Yeah. <laughs> Christmas everywhere. Didn't you watch? Maybe it's a different day. I don't know. This Harry is not Potter? an unanswered question. Merry they Christmas, have, Harry Potter. Yeah. They love Christmas Which, over there. Christmas and Harry Potter both like a lot of questions for me about like why they would celebrate Christmas, considering the things that Bro, you know, Santa's probably real over and he's probably a wizard. That's how he does what he does. Like they wave their hands and giant plates of food appear but anyways uh <laughs> we're gonna we're go working. we're going up against uh tua i don't know i can't say his last name i'm not the best with that but tua is off of ir he's practicing so it looks like we're gonna play against him so we're going up against alabama this week um i mean come on we're not gonna like is this the week that we break it would be one of the most jags things to go 0 and 20 and then finally win at home quotation marks in London, which is, you know, a pretty hot topic for like most, you know, Jacksonville Jags fans. Like, I don't know. Like, of course they would win there. So yeah, that's like the only reason that makes me feel like we would win there is to like break the streak, but still suck here to still have saints have more home victories in our stadiums and our only home victories in London. That would be some shit. Yeah. uh, Very quickly. Did you see we signed Anthony Miller? No, he, he abandoned us. He almost he signed did? with us. Yeah, he was like about, even the way he sucks, but he was about to sign with us, and then he left us at the altar for, I think, the Steelers. You know who what? we brought back instead? Who would we bring who? back? Imatora, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, My baby's back. Hey, baby. Which, I, this is the part of football where, like, there's just so many rules. I'm never really sure on things. Like, we cut him, and we put him on IR with the whole, like, you know, IR settlement thing, like he was, but now he's back on the practice squad. So like, could we, I mean, is he healthy? He has to be healthy to be on a practice squad. So we could, we technically could elevate him. I never know how like injury stuff works, but if, if, as long as we get Bebe on the field at some point, who Bebe, Dan Arnold, James Robinson, we're getting, (laughs) we're getting stacked. Can't stop it. That the other team's gonna be like the Barkman too. They're just about to remember, crumble. Remember the when we were talking about the team at the beginning of the season, we're like, yeah, baby, Dan Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Agnew. We can get oh, the good Agnew. times. I do like Agnew getting a couple runs a game. Like he seems to do well, although unless you give him a difficult catch. He's not like a natural receiver. I don't think. Hey, the Bengals sideline catch was beautiful. That's true. That thing was Sales. amazing. That was a throw. That was yeah. Good. Where oh, he, yeah. he toe tapped it or dragged. The toe, yeah, the toe drag swag. It was stuff. impressive. That was, it was no. It was no Rondell Moore, but it was. It was. <laughs> God, I wish we had Rondell Moore. He's like I think second in the league in like all-purpose yards or something. It's crazy. Yeah. So. All right. Did you make do? your prediction? Uh, I will predict that the Jags. Uh, I'm gonna say that we're gonna win this week. Oh, really? Why not? It's a 50-50 shot. Uh, I'll say that we win um, uh, 27 to uh, 24. Wow. One extra point missed. So four touchdowns will be our record for this year, four touchdowns. Who's going to miss that extra point? Lambeau? Josh Lambeau. uh... We're going to make a field goal. That's what you're saying. I don't think he's – I think we're going to keep the streak I'm, – I'm a big fan. I want no field goals this year. That's a fun streak. So we're going to make three out of four extra points. Yeah, yeah we're going to go okay. four touchdowns and then only miss one right. point after. Patrick? 
Uh, I actually, with Tua being back, I, I think I would rather play Tua. And I know Jacoby Brissett isn't great, but really from what I've seen, neither is Tua. Uh, the thing that I think that he falls apart under is pressure, which I don't think we get a lot of. Um, but I think that our team is just really – I mean, you heard Urban say that they're desperate for a win. I think the team is just going to play like balls to the wall. Uh, and we haven't scored 21 points, more than 21 points this season, which is just really, really bad. But I think we will score more than 21 points. I think we will score 26 points. I think the Dolphins, though, will score 24 points. <gasps> Wow. are going to take two, home the win two wins? all the way from London town. Christmas came early in London. We got two wins. Shimmer, bring us home. Um, okay. So just for those listening at home, uh, on the season, Patrick and I tied four correct, one incorrect. Sean, currently a two and three record. Um, and the Jags. And because... I think I'm the only one who cares about our previous predictions, and I want to have the best record at the end of the season. I'm going to predict the most obvious outcome. <laughs> a Jaguar loss. Sorry, I couldn't do it. I, wanted, I, was trying, I was really trying to push myself, but now I'm, I, want, I want to have that lead on Patrick. So this will be a tiebreaker <laughs> for you and me. It would be. Uh, All right, let's do it. The I Dolphins like you're keeping favored, track because I am not. Favored by three. Which uh, indicates to me that uh, betters are favoring the Dolphins. Um, I'm going 27 uh, or 24 17 Dolphins win. Mm. Wow. Not too bad. All right. We'll see what happens. The biggest question is real quick, just like a yes or no. After the game, it's our bye week. So, you know, we got time. If we lose, is Urban getting the stinky boot? Whether of his own choice or Khan's choice, or is he is he there for the for the uh, the next game? I thought you were gonna say the stank finger. Like, get the yeah, stank. I didn't really know. He's got that too. Like, what? <laughs> Never mind. All right. Yeah, what was the phrase that you said? The, the stanky, stanky boot. As in the stanky oh. boot. Boom. Oh, okay. Yeah, boom. Booted out of there. I initially no, thought you said stanky poo. So. Yeah, me neither. I think he'll he'll still be around. There's no unless I mean, we get some London scandals. There's, I'm sure they got some pubs out there. Oh, oh man, we normally get a, a scandal or two yeah. when we go there. I don't know if Shelly's gonna travel. I think she's up in Ohio, so he might be. You know, the old like, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. You know, that might apply yeah. across the I don't Atlantic. Think they have, I don't think they have corn in London, so I don't see why she would be there. <laughs> I have corn in London. What? <laughs> All right, cut it out with the corny jokes, Patrick. Kick us off this game. Let's play a game, motherfucker. All right. Well, game-wise this week, I'm, uh, I'm going to bring back uh, an oldie but a goodie. I think I say that every time we play this game. But uh, we are 0-5. We've played five teams. Uh, so we added an extra game uh, this year to the NFL season, but I'm going to split it up into thirds uh, starting right now. And I'm going to bring back the old, uh, which NFL city where I will give you uh, notable people from a city uh, whose team that we played. And you will have to guess which one of those cities 
that these people are from. Do you guys remember this? Yes. Yes. Am right. I guessing the five teams we just played or one of the 12 teams in the future? No, the teams we've played so far. So you're going to have in order Houston, Denver, uh, Scottsdale, okay. Cincinnati, and Nashville. Fucking Scottsdale? Oh, God. Is that yeah. where they play? That was Phoenix. No, Scottsdale. That's where the stadium the uni- is. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, that's confusing. Yes, right. there is a University of Phoenix, correct. Scottsdale? <laughs> not where the Arizona What are the cities? <laughs> Houston. Okay. Denver. Scottsdale, Arizona. I'm going to say Cincinnati Arizona. and Nashville. Mm. All right, let's do this. All right. So I'm what I'm going to do is kind of shuffle the order that I tell you them in. I will have you guys tell me which city you think these people are from, and I will tally up uh, at the end to see who the winner is. All right? Damn, Shimmer's over here with a pen writing stuff down, I think. Yeah, man. Ah, oh, fuck, I'm going to lose. No, I never win this fucking game. Okay, good. <laughs> you All always right. beat me. I think my plan is to pick every one of the ones that you pick, but then switch at the end. All well, right, I think go. we should officially write – we should each write it down on our phone so we don't have that whole, like, well, I'll just say the opposite to contra- – you know. So write each answer down on your phone first. Yeah, if you uh, think that's better, yeah, go ahead. And be a man of your honor. Man of your honor. All right, let's go. Ready, Patrick. All right. I'm going to shuffle these right now, and I'm going to start with – Yeah, no, that was That real. was impressive. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> all right. These people are from this NFL city. Tell me which city it is. Uh, we have comedian Tom Segura, who just played here in Jacksonville recently. Uh, co-developer of the Heimlich Maneuver, Henry Heimlich. Uh this description is from Wikipedia. Boy band of the 90s, 98 degrees. Uh, inventor of the Easy Bake Oven, Ronald Howells. And NFL offensive lineman, 217 All-Pro guard, Andrew Norwell. Oh. Yeah. Right. Which right. of the teams that we have played, City, is, are those people from? Okay. All right. One of them, I, I read something about the Heimlich guy recently. So I think I have, that's where I'm tuning in. Shimmer, you got yours in? I got mine in. All right. I'm going with the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, shit. What's up, bro? You're both going with Cincinnati? That's yes. That's I wrote. Okay. All right. Next up, we have. Oh, we don't get to know? I forgot about this part. Nah, I'll tell you at the end. <laughs> we have, it's so hard okay. to remember what the I question know. was. Why don't you just tell us? <laughs> just tell us. We had a lot of Twitter feedback saying that they, they really want you to tell us the answers okay. during well, yeah. the oldie but goodie game. No, uh, because the wait till the final we'll two, and then we have to pick which two they are. Okay, so you want oh, me to tell you or not? I think I'm just realizing, yeah, that makes sense, so we don't like so narrow down So when we do a process of elimination... I'll yeah, tell you yeah. at the end who has the most points. Next, right, we should we just have... do an A, B, and C. I like how we're discussing how the game should be structured <laughs> now instead of before. But anyways, if you could do it like, is the uh, Kansas City or Cincinnati? Hey, and hey, then we shimmer. Can, whatever. There's nah, never a hey, wrong time to get better. <laughs> whose game is this? <laughs> All right. 
I'm just. I'm gonna to go. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna go with what I. It's got. an oldie and a so, goodie shimmer before they had good ideas. Yeah, it was an it oldie was, and an okay. But let's just right. say it's an oldie. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, next group uh, shuffling. I've got. The shuffling's uh, on deck. Is on film director. Uh, Wes Anderson. Ooh. Um, mm. Gymnast Simone Biles. Uh, actor best known as the Creeper in Jeepers Creepers, Jonathan Breck. Uh, rapper Mike Downs. And the man who people say Trevor is the best prospect since Andrew Luck. Oh. All right. I'm locked in. What you got? Shimmer, you good? Uh, I forgot some of those names, but I picked one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm locking in Houston. Okay. I can't read your phone, so. Houston. Okay. Damn. We are on the same page over here. All right. Not even. Next up, we have a talk show host, movie producer, and entrepreneur, Oprah Winfrey. Do you guys know who that is? Do I need to find someone else? I'm good. Do you know who that is? Okay, cool. Um, Lead singer, songwriter of the rock band Aerosmith, Steven Tyler. I really thought you were going to say Scott Stapp of Creed. I have no idea why, but (laughs) I, like, was convinced for, like, a second – Nope. Uh, I've got a former U.S. vice president and senator and recipient of the Nobel Peace Prize, Al Gore Jr. Mm. Apparently, he's a junior. Um, Lead musician for heavy metal band Megadeth, Dave Mustaine. And professional wrestler Jeff Jarrett. Ooh, this is the first one where I feel... I have no idea, so I'm going to just going to take a stab in the dark. All right, locked in. Locked in. Show me what you got. Tennessee. Okay. Again, I can't read your phone. Okay. What is that? You mean Arizona? Scottsdale. Okay. 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 Up next. Let's see. Hip-hop group, tag team, uh, philanthropist, and Titanic survivor, Molly Brown. Um, Con artists, there's two of them. I just picked them because of their names. We've got Canada Bill Jones (laughs) and Soapy Smith. Oh, yeah. Soapy Smith, easy. Yeah. Giveaway. Yeah, Soapy, Soapy Smith, yes. Um, Dwayne Chapman, also known as Dog, the Bounty Hunter. Oh, fuck. And former Jaguar, current baller for the Baltimore Ravens, Calais Campbell. Mm. Locked in. Okay. Sean's locked. Got locked in. Denver. Okay. Shimmer? Nashville. Okay. 
which leaves one each for both of us. So who are this? It's going to be the last one. So potentially a tiebreaker here. I have actor, quote unquote, David Spade. <laughs> what? I have, Damn, David! <laughs> I mean, uh, architect this... Frank Lloyd Wright, um, singer songwriter of Poison, Brett Michaels, actor Frankie Muniz. Mm. And the heavyweight champion of the world, Muhammad Ali. Oh, Muhammad Ali. All right. Oh. I'm locked in because it's my last choice. So I have Arizona. I sure. have uh, Denver. All right. But I think that's Nashville, that last one. All right. So the How order. How do we do? The order in which I went was, I think. <laughs> Bro, I don't remember the order I went in. <laughs> I don't remember. No one remembers anything. <laughs> I think was Cincinnati. Oh, I got that one. <laughs> Houston. Got that one. Nashville. Didn't get that one. Denver and Scottsdale. Sean was a perfect five for five on hey! that, making him the winner. This game of is awful. which NFL city, which will be coming back in a couple of weeks after we play another handful of teams. I'll be coming really, back. You need to. You, we're going to no need to work cheating. on the format. I think it worked. Just I think it worked hard. beautifully. No. Five and zero. Oh? I am the yeah, emphasis of the you, Jaguars. I, I can't name a single person from those cities after after playing. Because <laughs> I don't Muhammad Ali, who David Spade, what. Because we live so You many don't names. fucking know that David Spade is from Arizona? That's on you, yeah, That's that on makes, you. That makes perfect sense, but... Yeah, because it's really hot, so he sweats a lot. Yeah, but I didn't know skinny. he got to... That was like the last one. Whatever. Phoenix, Arizona, all the way to <laughs> David Smith. <laughs> I shuffled. That's why you didn't know, because I shuffled him. Yeah, dude, he had shuffling noises. Come on, man. <sighs> Come on, man. Well, I'm proud to take that victory. I'm proud to be a clean 5-0 and while our Jacksonville Jaguars are a dirty 0-5. Looking at 0-6 down the barrel. But Not according are... to my prediction. Hey, true. Not according to mine. I was going by Shimmer's predictions. In my book, we got a, we got a good victory on store for us. I hope uh, we win. I hope we win. Yeah. Though, like, we – pretty much ever since we've been doing the London games – it was Gus Bradley, and then Doug Marone was on the staff. So when we fired Gus, Doug still basically knew what to do. So this is like, you know, it's supposed to be like our home advantage because we play there every year, but it's new for everybody. So yeah, I, I like thinking about that too. Yeah, we're back to like square Trevor's one of just – Trevor's probably never been to London, you know? <laughs> uh, Shimmer's uh, internet connection sounds like it's coming from London now. Well, someone's okay. using the microwave in London. I, microwave is on. <laughs> Yeah, all right. So, uh, internet's collapsing, so we're going to wrap this pod up. Uh, We can only hope for victory. We can't do 21 losses, can we? I just – only way to find out is uh, tuning in to next week's pod of God We can achieve it. We can. Mm -hmm. So, come for the losing. Stay for the Dan Arnold. Hope you guys had a damn good time with us tonight. Ring of honor. Ring of honor. He's going to the pride soon. He get 851. Uh, 
A51. That's the goal. Magic so number. Keep it locked in on the pod. Email us, godhatesjags at gmail.com. Jonas. Go check it. Jonas, hit us up. All right. Peace out, everybody. Go Jags. Go Jags. <laughs>